All right, guys, let's go off top. Off the top. Wait, I want to go first. Oh, we got to go first. Okay. The news of the day. A Polish man going to Florida. Rob Gronkowski. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Bill Belichick said, get out. Rob Gronkowski was done with no fun land, and then he wants to be with his boy. And if uh, they can somehow play pretty well, that's a pretty good duo for Tampa. The question is, will they play? Yeah. That's, I don't that's know how to question. grade Tom Brady's last season because he didn't have much around him, but he stunk. So I don't know yeah. what that means. I, no, I, I he didn't stink, though. He didn't stink. He, he wasn't Tom either. Brady. He wasn't Tom he just, Brady. He, it wasn't a good season. Yeah, I agree with that. Overall for him. I agree with that. No, I, you know what? I, think I don't think too many people are surprised by number one. Uh, number two... I'm with you, Ryan. I don't know how good they're going to be. I mean, do I think they'll be better with the with Tom Brady and Robert Gronkowski there? Yeah, they should be, right? And those receivers? And those receivers, right? And at least one of the tight ends that they got there right now? But this is the thing, though. I do think you're probably only going to have maybe, what, a two-year window with Tom that's, Brady? That's the contract he signed. So, okay, uh, for sure, for sure, right? But you know that he's the ultimate competitor. Shit, he might turn around and sign another one, right? I want to play till 50. But this, is the thing, but this is the thing, though. They're not, it's, a, it's a high, high chance that they might not have a season, right? So you have a whole time year, and Ken, you talk about this all the time, not having that NFL body as far as, like, getting hit. Like, you could be off for the year, but you don't have that NFL shape, right? NFL way into that, that skin to you. Exactly, mm-hmm. skin to you. So if you're talking about having a guy who's, what, how old time, Brady, 43 years old? Yes, I believe so. He's 43 years old, right? Rob Gronkowski is was, I guess, semi-retired down in the WWE. He actually has a title right now. Uh, lost a lot of weight. Lost a lot of weight, right? And you talking about having a year off, possibly, possibly, and then trying to turn it back on the following year. I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with Bill Belichick. Get, hey, go ahead, Playboy. Give me that pick. He, yes, he wasn't gonna get anything. He wasn't gonna get anything. So right. I'm gonna turn a player that retired into a fourth round pick. I think it's another win for Bill Belichick. I, I just don't know. Maybe. I don't know, Ken. I don't know. All right. My thing is this. Um, Bill Belichick has basically looked at his risk-reward as far as the age of those two players. It's funny. During the last dance, you keep hearing people saying that Jerry Cross really was looking at Pippen and that last season is breaking down, is running the reasons that why he was going to flip the team over. And Bill Belichick has been looking like Gronk has always been hurt. Let's be honest with that. Like, you don't know if he you're going to get a season. And there have been times where they were in the championship, and he had been out three games before that, and they may have won. Sometimes they didn't. But you don't have a guy that's going to be there all season long, regardless of how great he is. And with Tom Brady, you still know that you have to sit there and uh, provide him with a, a certain amount of talent, where it seems that Belichick has kind of switched the team back to how it was initially when Brady got there, and it's a defensive team rather than being an offensive team, you know? So it's like, it's the reinvention. Also, if you kind of look at the plan, I never thought about this, I just said it. But if you look at the plan, the plan has been for him to get a quarterback on a low contract because that's the way he can sit there and steal funnel money into that, that defense. But also, if he has to go out and get a primetime receiver somebody, he can do it on that rookie deal like everybody else has been doing. Like he um, wanted I, Jimmy. He wanted I think, to keep Jimmy. Yeah, I think um, it's a good deal. I just cro- Before we talked, it hit me. Tom Brady has always wanted, and, and in ways he's exceeded, he clearly has exceeded. He wants with, with, uh, with Peyton Minahan. He will, like, think about that first year in Denver. 
This is that first year in Denver. That's what this is. This is this is that first year. He has it's loaded. It's loaded more than what Denver was on offense with Sanders and Thomas, basically, and the running backs that they had. Like this team is freaking loaded. And I mean, yeah, he now he's not at the same height he was before, but this is a, a genius when it comes to offense, basically. And now yeah. there's there's mismatches all over the place, man, and good weather. So, you know, one of the things we talked about before, I mean, playing in England, weather, playing in New England, now home games, you're down there in Tampa Bay. I think it's going to be, if they stay healthy, I think it's going to be hard on the NFC South. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, man. now that see some of that stuff that we would like the Saints – uh, could kind of squeak by. And I'm not saying, of course, they, they play better than squeaking by. But, like, the comp wasn't up because Atlanta wasn't real. Cam's been hurt. You know what I'm saying? He's like, going between them and the Saints. Yeah, now it's a real dog in the in the house, and you have to be on top of your game, D. But think about this, though. This is probably going to be the first time Tom Brady had someone – had another quarterback in his division that's just that damn good, too, another Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. yeah so definitely. this is, this is going to be something, too, and they got to play each other two times a year. So that's going to be something that he has. Are going to be in prime time? Oh my goodness! Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> now listen, but this is but this is my thing though. I think I think Drew Brees had a better season last year than Tom Brady. He had even better though, weapons. Even though, yeah. even though, true, but even though, he, even though, uh, uh, Drew had the thumb, the thumb injury, right? When the thumb, yeah, he ripped, yeah, yeah, it's yeah thumb injury, right? So, but, but like I said, my overall thing is okay. Fine, Ken, I agree with you about everything on the field. I'm just curious to see if they're even going to have a season. And then you got to turn it back on the following season if that happens. I think that's they're going to have a season. That's my only I think, thing. I know when we were on the text thread with Gabe today, I didn't chime in on it because it was like you guys were going back and I was doing something else. <laughs> but I do think, you, you know, fans, gonna be possibly fans won't be in the stands, uh, but I do believe that perhaps they're going to have a season. What, they, what may happen is sometime in the fall, if there's a resurgence of Corona, uh, COVID-19 uh, virus, which we expect to probably happen, they may suspend the season for a while and try to see if they can come back in the spring and finish it off. Because you season. know what? Because every every winter sport has to have a contingency plan, a plan now. You have to be like, what happens when this comes back in the fall? You know, like, how long is it going to take? Now, we probably only stay home for maybe a month. You know what I'm saying? Perhaps then we have better testing. We know we probably won't have a vaccination, but until we have a vaccination, which Djokovic says he's not taking, and I understand the worries of vaccinations, just putting something in your body, especially something that's rushed the market. And this is like in our lifetime, in our lifetime, we've never had something like this rush no. to market. No. You know what? So I, I do understand. Like, look, I don't know if I want to trust what you know, and we don't know the long term effects of what that vaccination is could happen because it's, it's the first time we're taking it. But I do think that the NFL is not going to sit there and just I, I think they're going to have a season. I, I do. I mean, now I could be wrong. Uh, I could be pie in the sky, but I do believe they have a season. Uh, but even with that, when you're just bringing up that point, D, that also affects the Saints because Drew Brees is oh, a year, absolutely. He's a year older with, yeah. a weak, with a weaker arm than Tom Brady. He, and he, a one-year deal only. And dude, he has he, he got a long thrower behind him, basically. It's like, <laughs> hey, man, I can't, it's all the way down there. All right, here you go, Jason. Like, I mean, he has a, he, he gets subbed out, basically, for deep balls. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you, if you think about that, even if you look at, and I think he'll have a better season this year, if you look at Alvin Kamara, having a down season but still when you're thinking about Mike Thomas and just the fact that Mike Thomas the season before with the amount of characters he had put himself on the map getting paid 
and not even having Tom Brady, he took that to another level to show you this is not just Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? Like, definitely I have a great offensive line in my head coach, but I'm that type of beast, period. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's – to have a guy a beast like that, because think about it, Brady's basically – the only guy he had like that was basically Randy Moss. Now, Randy Moss is, of course, greater and faster, mm-hmm. right. but still, like, Mike Thomas is a stud. When you got him and Alvin Kamara – Mike Evans? No, I'm talking about, I'm about the Saints. Oh, for Saints. Some of the Saints. Okay. Some of the Saints. When, like, so, I mean, he has some studs, and now you sit there, you have Godwin, you have Evans, you got Cameron Bray, probably maybe when he's talking on text line, O.J. Howard said the eyeball out or whatever, if you're going to keep him, even though I was watching NFL live, and I believe they were saying that they were going to probably flex Gronk out to play a little bit more receiver. But, of course, if you're going to fully use Gronk, if you're going to use Gronk, you want him in line because then the the, the safety or um, a linebacker doesn't know really where he's going. If he, like, mm-hmm. fake blocks in or whatever, or still with the block, I think by the time the season comes along, Gronk is going to have put on more weight, maybe not to the point where he was before, but just to protect himself, to he's going to put on a tab in more weight because he's a tight end. I mean, that's right, just the right. truth of the matter. Like, he's not breaking away from, from, from cornerbacks, even though his height-wise can be used and utilized in this type of situation. But to me, it's just like, whoa, Brady is like, I'm going to blow this gun. This, before I go, I'm about to let this ride out right here. Right? Like, I'm going to let you know you thought I was great. I'm about to let you know what greatness is, and it's exciting. I mean, it's I can't listen. I, I halfway can't wait, and I have I only played a little bit of uh, uh, Madden like maybe three weeks ago when I got up early on a Saturday and I popped it in for the first time, and I so I'm wasting money just acquiring this game. But I can't wait for next season to play with that Tampa Bay team. To be honest with you, because that passing game is gonna be ridiculous. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. All right, Kane, what you got? Go get the, a roster update right now and play with them. You can, I, know, I know. I can't. I know. I can't. I, I knew I can, uh, Ryan. But I, I wanted to put it that way. Uh, as far as <laughs> I knew, I could since I had a new one. I had the old one on a PS3, and it was like, dude, get out of here. It was like the server was like, get your ass out. I was like. <laughs> Damn you, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so, listen, this is my off top. Off top. Uh, sitting there, and we've known that uh, for uh, they're undefeated, that Draymond Green uh, did an interview in their after-party show with Maverick Carter. I don't know what the other gentleman's name is. And uh, he did the, He did go – I won't say he went at KG, but he explained what he thought KG should have done in that situation that last season. That's not even what I'm here for. He did point out after watching uh, The Last Dance, the Bulls documentary, that he felt that Michael should have came into Scottie's defense when it uh, came to his contract. And I've heard several people defend Jordan, some people not defend Jordan. One thing I haven't heard mentioned, and I feel like sometimes the, the, the context is lost. When we were kids growing up, so Draymond said that if he, he's a player and that if one of his uh, teammates is underpaid, he's going to cape for him and he's going to be on that teammate's, teammate's side, which I agree with. And uh, Jordan, during the, 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 the first program or second one of this documentary, talks about Mike, I mean, Pippen being selfish and having a surgery like Shaq during the season, if you can remember uh, one of those last L.A. Lakers seasons where Shaq had the surgery during the year, and that made Kobe upset because Shaq was out. But mm-hmm. the, Pippen did that first, basically, mm-hmm. as far as that last year. And actually, we talked about it about a month ago because I was talking about Tony Kukoc, and I was like, do, do y'all remember where Pip was out for some month and Tony went off? Mm-hmm. Basically, the team wouldn't have been the same team if Tony didn't play at an above-average level during that season. But this is the thing. When, when Mike says Scotty is selfish because he should have had the, the surgery he's talking about, this was their last go-around. And common sense was, you know, they basically weren't going to give you the money, especially the money to stay here. Scotty got the money on a sign-and-trade deal from the Bulls. So they gave him the, – they signed him to the deal, but it was really the Houston Rockets because at that time, that's who was going to pay him for the foreseeable future. 
But one thing that we grew up knowing was Michael Jordan was always underpaid. And the thing that I remember my father always telling me is that Mike never held out because his father told him, once you sign a deal, you have to sit there and honor that deal. So when you're saying that Mike should have done something for Scotty that he didn't do for himself and going against how his upbringing, I don't necessarily know if that's fair or maybe you just don't know about it. But the reason that Mike never held out when he was the best player in the league and he was underpaid was because he signed the contract and his father told him to honor the contract. And I'm sure Mike, unfortunately, felt the same way about Scotty Pittman. So that's my hot take on Draymond Green. Um, I can see where you look at – I can see where Draymond's coming from. Say, man, that's your man's. And you know that he's severely underpaid. Even though you were in that boat, doesn't mean that he has to be in that boat as well. And you are Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I'm sure you have some kind of sway. But I agree with you, Ken. Mike, from the simple point of he's all he's like you say, his father told him to sign a contract if you I mean honor a contract if you sign it. He also knew and he said this in the, in the documentary. He knew Jerry wasn't going to go for it. Mm-hmm. He knew it off jump. Like, Jerry ain't, Jerry ain't about that life because I went through it. He ain't do it for me. He ain't do it for me. I don't think he's going to do it for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. And I'm me, right? It's also, two people got to think about it like this. Michael Jordan is now an owner of a basketball team. And I think sometimes now when he speaks, he does speak very highly of players. Like, hey, listen, the players did this, the players do that. The players set you up to win. But he also has the other side of, hey, buddy, uh, baby boy, I gave you that contract. You need to honor that contract. This could be from his upbringing and also the position that he's in right now. So I think a lot of people have to look at where Michael Jordan is at. And as you said, Ken Wick, he was once well, he was once at. He knew Jerry wasn't going to go for it. And also, too, it said it, and I've heard it a thousand times out of Jerry Reinsdorf's mouth. He told him, don't sign this deal. It's almost sound like he signed a deal with the devil. Not saying Jerry Reinsdorf was the devil. But you know, you hear a lot of stories like, hey, man, I'm telling you, I don't think it's a good deal, but you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Don't come back asking me about nothing. Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. So did, he, did, did, did Jerry Reinsdorf have to be that stringent when he knew that he was getting over? No. No, but what do we but we do know who he is growing up in this city and our favorite teams are the teams that he owns. We know how he is. So he was wrong. He was, he was definitely wrong, but we know how he is. So this is Draymond Green, a younger guy who's watching this documentary. I'm sure he's probably host her stories. He's probably talked to Scotty. He might even talk to Michael Jordan. Who knows? He probably got a little back inside uh, knowledge on it. You know, he made, and he made his uh, comments, but it's really a lot of younger people watching this documentary for the first time and don't know who Jerry Reinsdorf is and also don't understand the history of Michael Jordan dealing with Jerry Reinsdorf and Scottie Pippen dealing with Jerry Reinsdorf. So I think, mm-hmm. we come, I think we're coming at it from a more knowledgeable standpoint yeah. and actually living through it and knowing what's going on because we're here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty much with you lock and step, Ken. I, you know, with Draymond – I get some of the things he's coming from, but at the same time, too, I mean, that's just not Jordan. And Jordan came up in the manner that you pointed out. He comes from that upbringing. He was dealing with low contracts himself. He knows the process. Like you said, D, how Jerry Reinsdorf is. So, you know, it's thanks for Scotty. It's kind of tough hearing that. You would like to think that, you know, the Bulls would have done right and maybe some of these rumors ever since – the 2000s that the Bulls are cheap and they don't do right by players would have gone away. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess, because Jerry Reinsdorf, that's how he is as an owner. Then let's, not, let's also not forget that Jerry Reinsdorf 
re-signed Scottie Pippen at the end of his career, let him play. Was it a year and a half, two years? No, no. Was it just one year? Was it just one it year was, he was it? It was like two months because they wore Scotty down. I thought he down. played. I thought, oh, okay, yes, right here. He wore yeah, Scotty down. Scotty wasn't longer. supposed to start. And, and they he had to start. Scotty started and his That's knees right. went like – Maybe in the third by the thirtieth game, if it was that far, it was yeah. beautiful to watch. It was, uh, it was great. He was with the baby Bulls a little bit, right? Yeah, he was with the younger Bulls. It was yeah. beautiful to yeah. watch, but they overplayed Scott in his knees. His knees were already gone. His knees left him. Also, too, during this, uh, during the last, it may have been a two year contract, though. I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought it was. Long, I don't know if it was a two year contract. He only, yeah, he didn't play that. Long. He didn't play that long. But two things. Number one. Uh, we don't have to worry about Scottie Pippen, his finances. He made about $130 million over his NBA career. He's at the back end of his career, though. He had a lot of money. For Whoa, him you know you got to divide that right by because Uncle Sam, you're his cut. Oh, no, 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 no. I know, no, no, no. Okay, I'm, I'm talking so about contract-wise, contract-wise. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, contract-wise, contract-wise. Yeah, yeah. No, no contract-wise, he, he made But also, he got, he got a lot of money stolen from him at that one yeah, point, Yeah, he did. He, he made some bad investments. Yeah. But I don't know if y'all saw this doing Twitter because I was, man, I was tweeting. I was going back and forth when I was watching the world like that. Is he still married to Laura Pippen? They got a no, divorce, right? They got a divorce. They got a divorce. Larsa. Larsa Pippen, yeah. So she tweeted out like, uh, yeah, he did just fine. <laughs> like, he got money. Don't worry about Scottie Pippen. But she, like, got, she got bread. When, I think she comes with bread, too. Do she? I think so. Wow. Okay. She's she 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 the one who messed around yeah. with Future, right? Then her and Future have a Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Alleg- <laughs> Alleg- okay. That's the no deface. <laughs> that's that's the deface. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was interesting. She tweeted that out, but go ahead. Did Jerry Reinsdorf kind of hire Scotty when he was going through some financial problems as like the ambassador, and that's when Scotty was coming to the games a lot? I think he was fine by then. I, like I think he was fine. Yeah, I think he was fine by then. But I also think – yeah, but I also think because – they they want to try to change the narrative that like how can this organization be a great organization but you you have no connection with your top two players and at least you can kind of now have an excuse with Mike like he owns his own team why is he going to be doing anything for us but you didn't even have Scotty in the house and look you just brought Lawrence I mean uh, you brought uh, Horace back like two and a half years ago yeah, I was about to say it was a him and Horace yeah but Horace, it, Horace came after Horace came yeah. yeah you just brought Horace back you know what I'm saying and I mean I can remember Horace and I think he yeah, had a because his nephew was on the team. I can remember him having a Corvette, and they were like, where you going to play horse? He's like, somewhere where it's warm, and I can drink some doctorate. And drove out the parking lot. And it was always contentious with the better players in this organization, or even with the, the White Sox, both of uh, the teams that Jerry, Jerry Rice up is the chairman of. There was always this thing where it's like, the people that don't have to kiss your butt long term, you don't seem to have an affinity for them to the people that kind of need you more than the, the stars need you as far as their 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 well-being and their their livelihood, basically. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm off the top. Um, listen, we talked about this on a flip for a little bit, and it was about the WWE and how that was named an essential um, business down in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. So today, uh, someone, I think it was a cameraman, but someone works behind the scenes uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, someone who works behind the scenes at WWE actually called in during a like kind of like a virtual town hall kind of a thing down in Florida in the city that the WWE is performing at. And he came out and said like, hey, man, listen, uh, my name is John, although his name ain't John. And it was like, I just want to say that 
uh, these working conditions aren't that good. We're close to a lot of people. There is no social distancing, and we should not be here. This is mm. not an essential Ooh. business. That's why Gronk got out. He was like, oh, man, this is messed up. <laughs> Touch somebody? Uh-uh, I got to go to the NFL. <laughs> They're actually essential. Keep your title. So, um, so no, yeah, he came out. Now, the WWE came out right behind and said, hey, listen, you know, uh, the guy did say he. Oh yeah, he feared that if he says anything to anybody within the company, he would get fired because mm-hmm. he probably would. Um, and there's been a lot of people that has been let go. We talked about that, and you know, saying so Vince McMahon will fire somebody ass in a second. So, uh, but he's like, yeah, my name is John. I just want to let y'all know about this. This is happening. Also, it was interesting too in an article that I read that uh, the report a reporter talked to two small businesses around the WWE performance and center. And one person was like, hey, listen, they come outside. They ain't practicing no social distancing. They right next to each other. No, it ain't good over there. The other person was like, hey, man, listen, people got to make a living. Go ahead, let them do what they got to do. So, but it is interesting that from within the company, people are coming out and speaking out because you typically don't hear that too much from the WWE. It's like, once you get inside, you're inside. Once you get out, then people kind of chat, you chat or whatever like that. But this is interesting that he actually called into a government uh, town hall, like an official to the mayor, who's a black guy, I believe. Yeah, he is. And uh, he was like, anybody else got anything to say? He's like, yeah, we got only one comment. And this is from John and he works for the WWE. So that's making this round around uh, around uh, social media, around, I guess, the news in general. So what do you all think about that simple fact that someone's coming in from the outside, from the from the inside, speaking out how, no, this is not an essential business. They should be shut down. Um. I mean, the whole WWE essential business thing, and we just know it's BS because of the governor and the connection to Trump. Yeah. Um, one thing. Now, I'm sure that this guy isn't an employee. He's a part of the crew. Mm-hmm. You can at least try to set up the crew where there is social distancing. But these wrestlers, like that person that said, you know, when they come out, they're not practicing social distancing. I don't know if they're referring to wrestlers or the crew. But these wrestlers aren't going to be able to uh, uh, aren't going to be able to perform social distancing because they're wrestling one another. Exactly. He said the only so, time only time you don't you so, at least from them they said the only time there's no social distancing is actually when there's taping. And when so and look, we, which we makes just, sense. We finally had one UFC player that they said has corona. You know, it's more than that. You had the uh, Nunez, I believe it's Amanda Nunez. She said uh, today or yesterday, like I'm out of the upcoming uh, UFC fight. Let me at least get a whole uh, training uh, going on after this is over. She like it. I'm not going to do it, which is just mm-hmm. common sense not to do it. Right. Um, it's 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 America foolishness. I mean, that's just the truth. That's it's unfortunately the country that we live in now, where even though we can be we're partisan, that we still don't sit there and know that there's a line, regardless. And it's like, especially for something that's not necessary, there's no really there's no reason to really cross this line. And the fact that. One, the governor went so far to allow them to be able to cross it, and then after that, they fire everybody anyway. Man, bump yeah. Vicks, bump Vicks, man, and everything he has to do with and the whole family as far as that Triple H. Sure. Kind, like, kind of like, I was kind of like, he only married him. I was kind of, like, I was kind of like, he was part of the group that brought me back. Him, Stone Cold, and definitely The Rock. Mm-hmm. They kind of brought me back into wrestling. Uh, after I forgot our life. flip story then, Ken. Oh, uh, what was the flip story? Remember back, uh, I think it was last summer with the t-shirt with the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Triple H, too. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, Ryan. Because he runs NXT. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. We're, there were racist t-shirts they were going about for anybody that doesn't... I didn't want to have a good What do you think, Ryan? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, WWE is essential. That's BS. I know that, like, Bob Manfred, he came out, he expects baseball to happen this year. All these sports leagues are itching to get back to work. There's just too much money being lost. So I think we will get some kind of sports eventually, and that would make sense that WWE would be one of those that comes back, especially mm-hmm. with how much revenue they make. But uh, I hope uh, I hope that the government isn't stupid about this and, like, saying, hey, you know, let the states figure out when to come back and then not even check on how some of these things, like, I know you can't go around checking social distancing for everything, but some of the big revenue stuff, mm-hmm. I'd be making sure that that is up and up. Because if you're putting people in these bad positions, you know, all kinds of lawsuits could happen down the road, potentially. Mm-hmm. My whole thing, why would any business... Now, listen, I don't, I don't own a business. We're obviously, as you can see, watching this on YouTube right now, we're not in the same place, right? We're doing this via... Uh, B, via B, is right, B is right over there. We're tricking I'm, I'm going to touch, touch, touch your finger. <laughs> but, but obviously, I would think that if I'm a business owner, I'm like, man, I don't want nobody in my establishment, establishment then turn around and say, I called Rona from it. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just me. Like, but I you're not making any money, D? You're not making nothing. I'm with you. I, I, the I liability agree. aspect is why I don't think you should, but they're not making nothing. But how about this, though? I won't be making nothing if no one is able to come here to begin with. I got you. Got to think of. A, I, I get what you're saying, Ken, but you got to think long game too. Hey, if my constituent, my constituents, if my patrons, if my employee, my, not employees, our customers mm-hmm. are sick, I, I, even though I got my doors open and nobody coming in, Dude, I, what what really hear, happen? When we hear about recalls, we know that they sit there. Like, think about Fight Club mm-hmm. and what Ed Norton says in there. Basically, like they rule on how many people die and those lawsuits compared to how much a recall is going to cost awesome. them. It's the, 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 the cost equation yeah. that they rule on. So yeah, liability wise, these lawsuits, how much is, let's say I have to pay all of them $15,000 and it's like a hundred people compared to filling that stadium up, how much money I'm going to get at that gate. And that's what, that's what, again, that's what, dog, I mean, uh, what you're saying is logic. But we're talking about Georgia's telling us to go get fades. Yeah, and tattoos. Right? So, My I mean, and a massage. Just, so just think about that. So they're <laughs> saying that in Georgia, they're weighing the economic situation more and then the ramifications of people's health and what's going to happen. And that's going to start to expand into other industries where people are like, you know what? We just, people going, they're going to say, people going to die, we're going to open it up. It's not going to be funny if it's your granny or your family member that has a preconsisting condition. I just, I would just feel, I'd be very, very hesitant uh, about opening my business if I had one. Mm-hmm. And at least it was something where I knew there really couldn't be any social distancing because going to a game or going to an event, there is no social distancing, right? Like Chicago, a lot of Palooza still haven't been canceled. They've canceled other things like the Blues Fest. Yes. It's coming. Gospel. It's coming. Gospel mm-hmm. Fest. It's coming because that's kind of like early in the season, early in the summer. Mm-hmm. A lot of Palooza is in August here in Chicago, right? They're kind of the end of, middle end of August, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like end of August. End of August, right? So, but something like that. And those kids are go. My goodness, they Those will go are, they and they'll be, on, they'll be on his shoulders. They're going to be doing yeah. God knows what, doing God knows what with each other. It's, I would just be like, man, <laughs> all the Rona. And it's going to be Rona 2.0. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something different. Mm-hmm. Slightly. And, we talked about that before. Slightly. Slightly different. Okay. Not, all right. not, not as much mutation as the flu. Dude, I mm-hmm. saw an article saying that it, it, one of the um, symptoms is you get rashes on your body. 
They finding that out, right? So, and this is coming from, a, uh, from ABC7. They found that out. So, I would be hesitant if I was a WWE, if I was an NFL, MLB, whoever, to have something and be like, I got to weigh the risk reward or the money with the life kind of a thing because somebody might sue me, but I don't have to make some more money. Maybe it's just me. Maybe that's why I'm not a billionaire. I would be very, very hesitant about opening up anything. That's just me. Ryan? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, like, what happens when a player gets sick, where if, like, all these crew members are going into quarantine, what happens if crew members or enough mm-hmm. of them get sick? Does that mean games or other things have to be postponed? How many, like, you know, locations are there going to be? It, it's going to be just so many variables and wild cards to deal with, and I just wonder maybe down the road, some big liability possibility pops up and that's when everything gets halted all over again. What if they make you sign something that right. allows them to get away with it? Yeah. And the ticket, the ticket can sit there and be like, yep. you know, if you catch something on here, it's at your own risk. Man. Like, yeah, what if they end up doing that? Like, I would I would never go to another game if they made me do that. I mean, but it, it's not for you. It's for the people that, because you shouldn't go to the game right now anyway. Yeah, right. Like, if the Sox, listen, oh, look, definitely, Ryan's a Cubs fan, we're Sox guys. I go to both parks. Yeah, exactly, if, me too. If yeah. I got free tickets to any of those games, I'm right. probably not going. Like, it, and you just mentioned Lollapalooza in August. They're going to use that as an excuse because they're going to be like, it's hot. Uh, even though we've heard the heat doesn't do exactly what we thought it did at the beginning of this, mm-hmm. they're still going to use that. And I mean, if they still hold it, they're still going to use that. They're also going to look, they look at the fact that it's young people. And it's like, we already, dog, you don't stay too far from me. How many motorcycles do you hear nowadays going, uh, going around? All the time. I, now, I'm right on Stoney, so I, I'm not too far from Stoney. So mm-hmm. I hear the motorcycles. And I was up, I got up like at like, I, this is one of those mornings that I was up early. So it was like five something. And it, I heard a crew of bikes go past, right? And my first thoughts is like, they're not com- – like, these guys haven't been riding these bikes nonstop since 9 o'clock the night before. They stopped somewhere and they hung out. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you want to lie and say they're on a bike, they're social distancing, even though the wind is blowing past them, whatever, 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 person behind you. But still, these, there are so many people that are outside kicking it because they have nothing to do and because of their youth, it's not serious to them, basically. And you look at the same thing with Lollapalooza. I mean, that's the main reason, as you just said. What was it, today or yesterday? As you said, the Blues Fest and the Gospel Fest got canceled? Uh, today. That was today. They, they, yeah, them old folks ain't coming out for that Gospel Fest and that Blues Fest. Oh, absolutely not. And all, especially those are the people, I mean, even though these all, I mean, those things are free, but those are the things where, you know, those spaces fill up quickly. But that, mm-hmm. it's, no, it's no reason even to do it. But, I mean, it, it, dude, I don't know when's the next time I'm going to feel comfortable being in that situation. Now, it may be right. when offices were open back up and I'm used to being back in the office and I'm already taking that risk. So then it's like, all right, I'm already taking this risk. But also, my last part is, is this. I think most of us in those situations and now this new reality that we live in on trying to protect ourselves with PPE or whatever we do when we go outside, mm-hmm. we're just going to be bringing that to the stadium. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, I'm gonna have Matt Perel. Whenever the lights yeah. all, oh, yeah. whenever the lights all gets back on deck, listen. I wish I had the stock before. Dog, I'm hoarding it like it's going out of style when that lights all hits the deck again. I'm gonna have my lights all with me. You know what I'm saying? Now maybe they won't allow that aerosol can in the stadium because I think I may have a bomb on me or something. <laughs> but I'm gonna. It wouldn't but, surprise me if they. It wouldn't surprise me if a lot of a lot of places you go to, and maybe maybe even tra- uh, mass transportation, possibly. Right? That's kind of far. It's kind of far in the future, but I don't know. 
It wouldn't surprise me when as soon as you walk into a facility, they give you a mask, they give you gloves. Mm. It would yeah, not how about uh, instead of a poncho, they give you a disposable like hazmat suit to throw away. Mm. <laughs> My guy, only the bulls on the on the on the hazmat suit. They'd be all in the parking lot. People just toss them off, getting into their car. <laughs> it was a nasty game last night. Nasty. <laughs> uh, no, it, how how crazy? I don't think that's too crazy to think. Like, man, you walk in, here's your mask and here's your gloves, along with your nice little ball be a ball team's hat or something like that. You know, it's the the, the team's logo on the mask, team logo on the on the, on the gloves. It's, I don't think that's that far-fetched to think about it. I think we're going to end up getting what China put into effect with those thermal cameras. And they're going to use that. And now they got the excuse to invade our privacy even more. It's, like, it's for your health. And they're going to have that going into that stadium. And they're going to see who's at 103 or 100 walking in there and be like, hey, you, come, come here real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have a fever. That's one of the main things. That's one of the main things they're going to try to check and see who has a fever. Because I mean, but that the people that are asymptomatic will still be up in there with no fever, coughing on us, Damn. making our meals. Think about think about it real quick. Think about like if guarantee rate was open, the Wrigley Field was open. How many employees you have in there touching stuff? Yeah, like just oh, man. It's do, they talk about, do they talk about having people not going to grocery stores no more because grocery store workers are dying? Think about mm-hmm. that. Think about that. All right, my, my last off top, our last off top, and it's kind of going with what D was talking about as far as the WWE because you got to watch Vince McMahon and you should really never trust him. <laughs> and that is something from ESPN <laughs> where the former XFL commissioner, Oliver Luck, yes, Andrew Luck's father, sues Vince McMahon for wrongful termination. So Oliver Luck got hit with a, a little notice the day before all the WWE last week got hit that terminated him. Yeah! So that he can't get any of his money, and over the, the the prolonged time of his contract, he's supposed to get twenty million dollars. And my first thought, and I've always kind of wondered about Oliver Luck and this this cachet that he's had. But when I heard that he was going to be the commissioner of XFL, I knew that little inkling in the back of my mind was right because I was like, why if Oliver Luck is this this bastion of goodness or a decent human being, will he ever trust Vince McMahon? And Oliver, you got exactly what the hell you're asking. Ken, question yeah. for you. Because yes. you uh, don't trust Oliver or Vince. Facts. Vince allegedly, in whatever this lawsuit is saying, he fired him not because of COVID related, because of work performance related. Do you think that's true or is no. he covering his ass? That's, I'm that's not giving you that $20 million. That's it was lie. like, I just lost $100 million in this and you still think you're going to get your 20 when it's defunct, basically, even though since it's in bankruptcy, there's a chance that it can come back? No, he's like, I'm not paying you. Like, there, there's no reason. Like, for instance, facts, right? I still pay my daycare. I don't give him the same amount of money, but I still pay Kelsey's daycare. And clearly, I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? She's not there. They're not feeding her. They're not picking her up. I'm doing all of that, right? And this man was like, I will have none of that, sir. I'm like, kid, like, I hear what you said, but nah, we don't do that on this side. Like, get rid of the XFL, furlough the WWE, get yeah. my money back. Yeah, like. Listen, I did, one, I did read in, in, in the ESPN article uh, that it's, since it's in bankruptcy, it's up for sale. 
So I ever wonder if someone else maybe down the line, a few years down the line, might want to pick it up. But I, Donald, I once the he Donald. leaves the office. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Ooh, that'd be terrible. He'd be having them playing with no helmets. Nah, nah. He loves football. He's been he, dying. He don't want no, no. Please It's no. like the, U, <laughs> please the no. USFL. Please right. no, please no. Um, you know what? It's kind of uh, – it's, it's bogus as hell. But as you said, you got to watch out for Vince. I mean, I know a lot of people that work for him that's, you know, saying I, I was watching one of The Rock's uh, live uh, IG uh, things. And he, man, he's like, he's my best friend. He's my, my mentor. I love him. He's The Rock. He's The Rock, though. That's my point. That's of my course. Point. You're going to make he sure succeeded. that. That's, yeah. You're going to make sure that's greased. Exactly. You, right. He's The Rock. Come on. And now. he wants those returning <laughs> WWE checks for the guest appearance. Wait, wait, wait. Exactly. Uh, 100%. 100%. A- ask the Brooklyn Brawler about it then. <laughs> Tell me what he thinks. Ask Doink the Clown. If, yeah, if he's still alive, unfortunately. Don't yeah. tell me what he thinks. So, but no, no, no. Uh, well, actually, the guy who's Doink the Clown actually worked for Vince McMahon. Anyway, that's a whole, whole other thing. Uh, no, listen. <laughs> actually, Let me just real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I, I, <laughs> I, I know he worked for him. But no, I agree with you, man. Listen, it's bogus as hell, but it should not be shocked. It shouldn't shock anybody. He just lost $100 million of his own money. He had to lay off, lay off wrestlers and other people at the, at, the, at the gig at his company that he owned, WWE. What makes him think that he's going to pay Oliver Luck $20 20. million? Do- to do I nothing. Been, I would have been like, hey. That's what I was going to say, Ryan. I, to do nothing. I, listen, I would if I was Oliver, <laughs> if I was Oliver, if I was Oliver, I'm like, hey, listen, all right, then. I want that money. I, you ain't, but he know he ain't going to get all 20. Let's work something out here. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that's probably what's going to happen in a lawsuit. That's what's going to happen. He, he's going to get something. Yeah, he's going to be like, all right, dude, you just can't fire the dude off jump like that. You know my you. son all beat up, and you're going to put me out here in these streets? I know he got money from Jim Irsay, but still, we need money on top of money. He probably going to uh, get something. Do you think Vince McMahon just has COVID nightmares? Like, he just wakes up sweaty with his oh. steroid body? <gasps> you cost me $100 million in the XFL! <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. You know, yeah, listen, going with what we talked about on the flip then, if that's true, you know he's blaming China. Oh, you know, right? He's on the phone oh, with Trump yeah. like, man, I'm Chinese, mom, 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 just being I'm filthy. here to put uh, all my WWE employees up to a draft to volunteer <laughs> to invade China. Like, just you have a, all my soldiers. A filthy human being, to say oh, the least. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's right just, there. for him to trust it. When, he, when I first announced he was the commissioner, I swear I did one of these because I was like, you running with Shorty like that? Like, that, when we grew up outside in the hood, our parents told us like, oh, look, and they, my, my, it's funny, they let me do it to a certain degree anyway particularly let's just say my father but it was like oh you're hanging out with so-and-so i don't know okay. about that i don't know about that or whatever and left me to my druthers for, for me to find out for myself now if i got killed my daddy really would have messed up <laughs> but luckily i didn't 